0: Yo, I'm back. It's been a while since I pumped out an episode, but I'm I'm trying to at least keep the consistency of one a week. But today, the title of this is going to be a hard one to swallow for a lot of people. Now, I'm not going to call this group of people wrong. This isn't a bash episode toward them, but we have to call a spade a spade. And look, I've never, I'm I'm purple pill at the end of the day. I I accept what the things are, but how things are. But I also, I do have a little bit of traditionalist views as far as children. I'm not saying women need to be caretaken by men. But at the end of the day, I do have this viewpoint that, you know, the human species does have to go on. And I feel it's more important for fathers to be around than mothers. And that requires a little bit of tradi- traditionalism. Now, I'm not uh, a trad cuck, as the MGTOW Red Pill community would call me, but, because I know what the fuck the game is. And I, the jig is up. It's all exposed. But, forgive me, I am ranting. Today's episode, it lines up with that. The title of this is going to be, Dating Coaches Are Trying to Convert Men to Cuck Toe. Cucking their own way. Now, what do I mean by that? A lot of dating coaches are out here advocating men trick off all their money on women. That's not game. Some of them will claim that, well, it does take some finances to deal with somebody and blah, 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 blah. But what is she investing? None of these niggas or men, because they're white men and women. There's a lot of female dating coaches now. None of these people are 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 have mentioned once what's the female under the bargain. Again, second wave feminism and a, lot, a little bit of first wave and especially third wave feminism tore up the social contract between men women. I'm sorry. Women's portion portion of the social contract. So, she feels she don't know you shit. So these dating coaches ...are injecting themselves into the red pill... ...or purple pill community... ...which I'm a part of... ...and saying... ...hey yeah we know it's a shitty deal... ...but you should trick your money off anyway... ...and... ...particularly one of the most popular... ...up and comers now... ...I won't name him... ...or her... ...because she was recently on a MGTOW channel... ...but I want to talk about why these fucking... ...these dinner date advocates are full of shit Taylor Now Dinner dates, it's a hard subject to cover. It's one of the most common thing for people to do, to get to know each other, have a conversation and whatnot. I get it. And honestly, if it's like uh, an Applebee's or somewhere inexpensive, cool. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's one of those dinner daters or food dude women, you gotta definitely take that risk go to somewhere cheap but this is why I'm I'm gonna fucking call out you dating coaches with this fucking dinner date shit have you not seen women openly talk about they have food dudes they're food whores as the new uh, culture would call them there's women who tweet out that these memes about how oh I'm just here for the free food and but they keep the man on the hook kind of it's one of those new friend zone tactics. Now bitches aren't even keeping guys in the friend zone. They're not even being nice to these people. They're just keeping you around because you buy them food. Bitches got empty fridges. Now, a lot, of, particularly Gen Z and millennial women, these bitches are so heartless and soulless and so without empathy that they keep empty fridges in their fucking house. Bitches will only have milk and water. I've seen this. You've seen empty fridges full of fucking... Excuse me, pardon me. They, the things they'll have in their fridge is going to be milk, water, and food containers from all the dinner dates off of suckers that follow these fucking dating coaches around. You know why? Because they don't have to buy food or groceries anymore because you fucking cucks. And that's why I'm calling you dinner, you dating coach customers. Y'all are fucking cuck-toe. Cuck toe, cooking their own way. It's a new group I just invented off the top of my head. Why the fuck are you buying these bitches food? Stop feeding these bitches. If you can't feed her some dick, you shouldn't feed her some food. Period. You can go on Twitter, you can go on Facebook. I don't have to talk about this dinner date whore culture anymore. I wouldn't, honestly, unless you fucked her, don't take her on a dinner date. Bitches can get coffee, but I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. Go on social media and stop taking these bitches on dinner dates. Fuck what these dating coaches are talking about. All right, fellas. This is going to be a few points here I'm going to make. And I think this is going to be one of those episodes where my closing segment is, is as long as the actual topic of the show. I mean, I don't have to beat around the bush with these guys. Again, I'm not, I'm not telling you what to... I don't tell people what to do. I think the red pill community is condescending as fuck. They got... These dating coaches, I'm, I'm lumping in, in, in the group of condescension and disrespect. As men, I can't tell other men what to do. But I will point out fallacies, fuck shit, stupid shit, blue pill disguises, red pill type actions... Because when I said I'm purple pill, I'm not blue pill in any stretch of the imagination. But I'm purple pill my traditionalism and fathers. Because even that's considered bad in the red pill community. It's bad to to, to raise your kids. A lot of these red pillars are the Chads and the Tyrones that impregnate bitches and run the fuck off. Which ain't cool. That's some grimy shit, red pill or not. But, back on the dating coaches. Because that... that is the antithesis of why the fuck I came on here to make this episode. These dudes advocate you make women your fucking life purpose. When you focus on women and not success and not your purpose, you're setting yourself up for failure. You can try and try and fail again with women. You can fail over and over with women and you'll never get better. But you can fail chasing money. And if you continue to try doing that, there's a skill set to be built there. Now, this isn't me saying that game cannot be honed. But your station in life, particularly where women peg you, because unfortunately, there's some type of there are type of hive minded symbiote. Meaning whatever they choose, that is basically that gets the seal of approval, i.e. pre-selection for men once it gets that stamp of approval or disapproval it pretty much can't move from from that station whereas i'll use the nfl as an example a third string quarterback can work his way up because he's chasing a tangible thing the starting quarterback position chasing random whores isn't tangible you might be able to bag one every now and then but if you aren't chasing success then all you're going to do is set yourself up for failure because what what happens with human beings is if all your spirit, your soul, your energy, and your grind is focused on some bullshit, then most of the time, at best, you're going to be able to do is win the prize, which is some bullshit. So, I don't know, man. I'm not hating on the pursuit of relationships and all that shit. Like I said, I am purple pill and I understand the concept of long-term relationships. But I have to critique you dudes that are so desperate for that long-term thing that you'll just take anything. You have absolutely no standards. And why is it important to have standards? I'm going to take a bathroom break. I'll be right back. Hold up. Okay, now, I get that men and women are in the, this, this hard 10 scale. And what do I mean by the hard 10 scale? For some reason, we are so superficial as a society that a female or male 6 or 7, a lot of times the male 6s and below are incels, but female, male, female and male five sixes and 7s, Get tidally locked into those titles. Now with women, their dating market is significantly easier to deal with than ours. A male 5 has to date a fucking female 4 or 3. Whereas a female 5 is going to fucking settle for no less than a male 8. Everybody, women have to date up. It's all about the chase for them because they have hypergamy inside of their brains. They can't control it. But what happens with these dating coaches is that they preach thirst. They preach tricking. They preach I mean, it's indirect tricking by buying bitches dinner dates, $700 dinner, fucking trips and shit. I haven't even heard, yeah, yeah, I didn't stutter. Dating coaches have, have actually adv- have advised dudes take r- bitches that weren't committed to them on fucking trips. Not like, he, not, not like overseas. They're just saying, like, for example, a an Albany guy on a dating coach show was told to take the chick... On a $700 trip to New York. Basically with was $700 for the hotel and, and dinners and all that other bullshit. He spent that much and still got owned. These fucking dating coaches are setting dudes up for failure. And by all means, if, that's, if there's game, you know, very, take it very a la carte. If I will say to do anything, I, I, I do preach skepticism. But again, if you want to be skeptical of me and, and go listen to these dating coaches and trick all your money off, then be fine. But what happens is, if you're an average male, because I do make my show for the 80%, continue having some fucking standards. If female fives can ask for eights, as a male five or six, you should be able to fucking go and try to swing into the sevens or seven and a half or eight range with women. Now, women do not date down, but there are other elements where both genders can approve, improve themselves of that stupid, hard, you know, number status. Like a female six and a half can make her, in my personal viewpoint, can make herself an eight by having some sexual temperance, some financial temperance, some fucking class. And I'm not talking about, see a lot of women mix class up with like being a prude and, and sexually reserved. Within the confines of a relationship, that, those veils should come down a little bit. Chicks that are like literally in committed relationships and it's like trying to be all classy within the bedroom with your man, that shit's a turn off what we mean is, class is taking one dick at a time in a committed relationship why is that so fucking hard and sorry for the break there Um, in in a lot of ways I'm trying to say use hypergamy on her without being a snake because when women apply hypergamy it's very snake like women refuse and it's their nature I'm not hating on them They don't want to take responsibility or accountability for the ups and downs of a relationship. That's why they cheat. Hypergamy is cheating. Period. But what happens is they shit test the fuck out of you. It's shit tests are continuous. You pass the shit test to get with her. You pass the shit test to sleep with her and ultimately you get commitment. But then you get the shit test with your money. You get the shit test with reservations in the bedroom and all that and early on in a relationship if you're already getting the kind of pushback that you know is just going to metastasize and grow into something worse to where there's no sex but there's a committed relationship so you're already at an L you're already at an L right there and you should pull chocks and leave too many people are so fucking thirsty for a relationship that they stay in this bullshit and dating coaches will tell you you to stick it out and there's no you know what i'm saying this is the problem with dating coaches there's no fucking follow through because once you get her once you get the commitment once you guys are deep into a, you know, a, let's say four five months six months a year into a relationship and she starts drawing back because women do this shit women will try to draw back on sex and their investment because women inherently don't like i said are cowards they don't want to take responsibility or accountability for relationship failing. But she also wants to not invest so much because once she gets turned off, and all women eventually get turned off, I'll go into that in my closing segment on why the women are addicts of dopamine and not love. But she's going to get turned off and start drawing back on you. But at the same time, you, aren't, you don't get to draw back, you, get, you have to increase it. I've been in long term relationships where my old lady would, you know, the, the sex would be gone but i'm supposed to sit here and get promoted and i'm supposed to bring my money to the table i'm supposed to you know what i'm saying be the same old 1950s traditional man as i've covered before but you, she got to be a 20 this was a 2015 at the time 2015 bitches wanted 1950s man so i got no sex i had to provide for this bitch we even know she wasn't married to me and she was a single mother so i'm helping her with a fucking kid like no just say no fellas Just fucking say no. And I don't know what else to say about that. I'll just cover, go back into what I, before I ranted, why you as a man should have some fucking standards. Now, let's talk about those standards. And I know I kind of drifted off the topic of dating coaches, but dating coaches set you up for failure because you're taking a snapshot picture of a woman. And based off of, you know, you're going to go apply the dating coach logic. You're going to get her and commit and all this other shit. But then you realize outside of the, the, the seven that you may have scored her on as far as the hard 10 scale. When you found the flaws within her, this bitch is now a four. Because bitches, people can lose points or gain points based off of little things. Like, like with most women, an ugly ass male three can be worth, you know, a millionaire. And he's probably an eight or a nine to women. Sorry, that's how it works. Women have a lot of deal breakers. And I'm, I am preaching to you as men, or fuck it. I, again, I don't want to be condescending and tell people what to do, but here's the thing. You know what the female deal breakers are. Most women, you're under six feet, deal breaker. You make less than six figures, deal breaker. You don't have a six pack and your body fat's a little higher, deal breaker. You're not a specific race or complexion of that race because there's a lot of pale white guys Or darker black men that women would, say, kick rocks to based off that? Deal breaker, right? Why not establish some male deal breakers? Here's my deal breakers. Or what most men should have. You can't have copious amounts of debt. Especially if we're talking about long-term relationships. I'm speaking specifically to long-term or... Beyond the, beyond the level of casual dating. So, obviously, it's not like... it may It's either going to be the boyfriend, girlfriend title, or long-term relationships. But hear me out. Debt. Bitch, if you are you have six figures of credit card debt, or you're just irresponsible, and you've just been fucking off your whole life because you had to... While you were riding the cock carousel, you had to live the most glamorous Alicia Keys, Kim Kardashian life possible... And you're getting a new fucking iPhone every year. And you're... You know what I'm saying? You just you just have zero temperance financially. Deal breaker. And any of you men that don't have that as a deal breaker is a moron. Now, as someone with a kid, if I were to end up back on the market, obviously I couldn't have the single mother as a deal breaker uh, standard. But I'll say this... I've got one fucking child. That means you bitches with three, four, five more kids, done. Deal breaker. And that's why it's important for you dudes to not—I don't want say, to say—to use protection. I won't say not fuck bitches. Use protection because what a, what a lot of these serial single mothers are—serial single mothers, bitch—that just it's just catch and come and, and having any baby at any time for any reason what these bitches are doing is they're giving you the illusion that they don't have fucking children they want to hook you first so grandma's watching the kids this bitch is a shitty parent that's why I say single mothers should be a deal breaker the fucking kids are at grandma's all the time somebody else is always watching the kids and now these broke bitches are getting roommates and the roommates are watching the kids and the kids are dying because the roommates are whole too That's neither here nor there. I'm talking specifically on an anecdotal story. But... Yeah. Basically. Number one, debt. Number two, bitches with kids. Should be a deal breaker for a man. And number three... Now, there's no way to tell a fucking woman's body count. But... If she has... The sexual temperance... To like... Actually have... Stable relationships... If you know... If you can like... Find out... Has has this bitch been... Stable in her life... As far as romantically... These chicks all have... 100, 100... 200... 300 men body counts... So we're not... We can't trip on that anymore fellas... But where we can kind of... Cut their fucking heads off... Not literally... Figuratively in the dating market... And have some standards... Is like... Look... You're going to choose me as your first stable relationship. And what this looks like is you're trying to lo- you're trying to snag a beta provider. Don't be a fucking beta provider. If this bitch is her... If you're her first stable relationship and she's like 28 or 29, that's a bad sign. That means she's been getting bunker bustered. From Timbuktu to fucking Dubai. All up and down the fucking US and Mexico and Cancun. This bitch has probably been one of those Dubai toilets. Look up Dubai toilets. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But I've kind of drifted away from the topic. But that was my issue. Is that Dating coaches don't. This is the thing that dating coaches aren't going over. And some of the bigger, more popular ones are advocating you trick on bitches. And I'm not saying like pay for pussy, but they're saying you trick off on dinner dates to kind of impress her. That's one of their things. They're calling it manipulation and selling of dreams and shit like that. And I'm not hating on particular dating coaches, but... Financial temperance is one of the skills we as men have to hone and master. And if you're out here doing stupid shit, like going out and getting a fucking crazy car you can't afford with $700 car payment, you're not considering with that $700 a month car payment plus insurance. Plus, you're going to pay more for parts if it's a German or uh, an Italian car or it's a foreign car. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if, if parts have to be imported or you have to take it to the dealer. It's one of those dealer-only manufacturer-type, you know, cars where only the dealer, like, I think BMW, only BMW dealerships can deal with BMW as far as oil changes and routine maintenance. So you're going to pay out the ass for that shit. But you're neither here nor there. These dating coaches are advocating you put yourself in these situations for the highly unlikely opportunity of used pussy. Now, again, I'm not... Finding a virgin in this fucking day and age, you got a better chance of playing the Powerball and winning twice. I'm talking about for in the in their 20s. Millennial and Gen Z women being virgins by 25. Pfft. If you I doubt there's even one in ten. Out of hundred. And I'm and maybe. Shit, I'll take a guess. Out of 100 millennial Gen Z females, probably four of them are virgins. And that's probably because they're traumatized or molested or touched as children. And I'm sorry for those women. But the rest of you bitches have more issues than these chicks who were fucking victims of sexual assault. But anyway, we were talking about deal breakers. Bitches with kids, deal breaker. Bitches with extreme amounts of debt, deal breaker. Bitches who don't know how to fucking be stable. She has no temperance, she can't settle down. And now, a lot of all those three things wrap up in temperance and patience and stability. She's unfucking stable if she has kids and a fuckload of debt and she doesn't know how to hold down a regular ass relationship. So why the fuck are you committing to her when she can't commit to herself and find a balance in her life? Well, I lied about the structure of this episode. I like shooting from the hip, so excuse me. But, closing segment time. And again, I'm not saying all. When I'm talking about women or people... I'm talking about the hardware. The software is different. The software is what makes you respond, not all. The software is what makes you not wanna be responsible for your decisions. That's why people love saying not all. Obviously, it's not all. Obviously, not all cops are like what the news says. Obviously, not all black people are like what the right-wing media says. Obviously, not all Muslims are like what the media says. Obviously, not all fathers are like what a divorce court judge will label them as. Not all women are like that Hardware wise All humans are One way or another That way And we can't apologize for it And one of the things with women That men need to realize Is what they get addicted to And what Makes long term relationships So flaky Is they're in love They don't fall in love They don't care for men. They care for the utility you provide. They care for the dopamine rush... Of you turning her on. Let's say you are the... The chad for the day for her. And you get in a relationship. Or you're just fucking her. She's not turned on by you. All of of our... All of human interactions are brain reactions brain chemicals chemical reactions a rush of dopamine women get addicted to that rush of dopamine from new dick it's all well and good I've never said women shouldn't be able to sleep who the fuck they want, the sexual liberation gave you guys the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want consequence free with birth control and abortions do you fam, and you don't even have to raise the kids if you bring the kid to term you can drop them the fuck off at the fire station but that's neither here nor there Your addiction to dopamine... I'm sorry, we're not talking to women. Men. Her addiction to dopamine... is why she can't fully pair bond with a man. Dogs are a great example of pair bonding. Dogs can find a bond with an owner. But there's only so many times... a dog can be passed from owner to owner... and form a strong bond. i say... The strongest bond is the puppy's first owner or parents, you know, the parents and the first human beings that they live with if they're domesticated. After that, yeah, a couple of other people can bond with that dog, but it's going to get to the point if that dog gets passed around too much that it's going to be labeled a bad dog or distant or lazy dog that you see that's kind of burned out. Maybe he's a great house pet, but you don't have that connection with that you do with a brand new dog. And why is that? Because you fry your dopamine receptors by using them too much. It's like crackheads or cocaine addicts. You're chasing a high you're never going to get back. And where that ties into with human beings is there's only so much bunker bustering from different men a woman can take before she's no longer chasing the sanctity of the relationship or the I don't know how to put it the bond, the bond is gone There's no, it's no longer about bonding by dick number 30 she's just chasing that high that she got with the first guy, it's never gonna come back and I think for women c- c- uh, sex and how their brain works is the same with men and how we can get burned out. There's too many shitty relationships. B- Bunker bustering a bunch of women, it's not going to ruin a man's pair bonding ability because men have logical brains. It's logical for us to want to pair bond with the women we want to have children with. It's logical. For a woman, it's not logical. For a woman, her brain is, I need to take out the most resources available to me possible. And... Sure, I'll have kids with the guy, with this guy, but I'm not committed to him. I'm committed to the resources, and if I find better resources, I'm going to go after those better resources, or a better looking man, because for some reason, a woman's brain has attached physical appearance to resources, and that's where one part where the dating coaches get it, right? is men being peak, peak physical appearance, peak physical fitness, peak, you know, clothing and your style and all that shit, which is in another way tricking. And the way that society has burned out everybody's ability to commit and bond with each other, with social media destroying the fabric of communication, with horror culture destroying the fabric of female pair bonding with men, with the feminism creating the equal and opposite reaction of the extreme red pill. Now the guys are black and red pill where commitment is dead. And now you got more men aspiring to be Chad than they are fathers. The the society has morally died in my opinion and I'm not judging the first thing most people will say is you sound like a jealous incel and you're mad you're not knee deep and pussy no for all all I want and all most men when they get older want is loyalty and I will give you my loyalty it doesn't cost that much But the cost is too high because she wants the dopamine rush. It's like a drug addict. You're never going to get that first high from the cocaine or the crack that you smoke. So, you either need to learn how to get rehab or just continue chasing that high you're never going to get. You're just going to go to your grave chasing that thing. It's so elusive. But, As men, you can adapt. You can resist your urges and your instincts. For some reason, women can't resist their urges and their instincts. So as a man, learn how to deal with this shit. Learn how to deal with your sex drive. And don't let it dominate your life to where you make stupid decisions. That's the problem with women. They don't give a fuck. It's yass, bitch, YOLO life. A woman's instinct... It's to completely fuck her whole life up to where she's now got to live the next 50 years on fucking antidepressants because females don't get this. I'm talking to men. I'm sorry I try to address them as if I'm speaking with them, but men, this is what women don't get. Your life is fun. All that male attention, all that shit is great. But two-thirds of your life is not going to be like that. What you experienced from 15 through 35, it's 20 great years of all the attention you want. It's the 20 great years of all the dick you want. No temperance whatsoever. What comes after you want a baby in your 30s and you're have a, such a hard time settling and committing with men because you want too much? You've had too much fucking variety. You're like a fat person that eats... That's eaten every flavor at Baskin and Robins, but you keep going back, hoping for new flavors. They can't satisfy you. They can't satisfy that fat person, and men can't satisfy you. So you seek out a beta provider. And it's a dead relationship. Sure, you, you reluctantly give him sex once a month. You might pop up a pop out a pop, couple of kids, so you've satisfied that little biological imper- imperative. But you're fucking miserable. You're dead inside. You have to let this guy you're completely not turned on by have sex with you. All for resources. When you could have learned, you know, 80 or 90 dicks ago to settle down with maybe a man you're a little bit more attracted to that has a little bit of balance in between. Because what you want doesn't exist, ladies. There's no man who can provide and commit that physically looks like what you want. It doesn't, it, it it doesn't exist. I'm sorry. For men, we have the same issue. The girl with the great, the best pussy is not the woman you should marry. The best looking girl you can get is not the woman I guess you could marry, even though I'm against marriage because of the laws, not because of the concept of marriage. Women don't understand that. We as men notice that. You notice this amongst celebrities. You notice this amongst... Perfect dudes. potentially male 10s and as far as celebrities. Let's settle down with female 7s. LeBron James don't got a fucking 10. Because what men need to value, and what I told you I value, is loyalty. Temperance. Not having a thousand kids. Not have been through a thousand dicks. Not have a hundred grand in debt. Those are things... That would make a female 6 on the level with fucking female 10s. Regardless of how good the 10s pussy is. And it's specifically for long term relationships. And. I'm not bashing. But. Human beings are like drug addicts. We fry our ability to receive. And move on to new information. Or new people, I'm sorry. Because we get burned out by the relationships, men. And females get burned out by all the dicks. And it's not so much dick that burns out the dopamine receptors. It's the fact that you have access to so much as a woman that you try it all. Obviously, the whole beta orbiter thing you love because it gets you all that non-sexual attention... And then you love the super attractive males who fuck you, just ragged, just ragdoll you. What you want has to be provided for by two men. Later on in life, when you no longer have the alpha dick to choose from, you're assed out. Well, that's not my problem, and that's not men's problem. Where have all the good men gone? The vast majority of you Gen Z and millennial women will be saying this by 36 or 37. When you start to get those crow's feet. But that's none of our problems, men. Hold these bitches to some fucking standards, men. Regardless of how thirsty you are. Stop settling. She'll never settle. So why are you? I'm out.